Hello, I'm Mercedes. And I'm Tash, and you're listening to episode 152 of Chat Disney. Welcome back to another episode of the Chat Disney podcast. And this week we are very, very excited because we are joined by two very special guests. Today on the show, we will be interviewing the Disney Channel stars, Christina Moore and John Ducey, who have appeared in shows like Jonas, Jesse, and Sunny with a Chance. So definitely stay tuned to hear a little bit about their experiences working for the Walt Disney Company. But before we head into all of that exciting stuff, let's have a quick look at what's been happening in the world of Disney this week. So this week we've had some new merch debuted at Disneyland Resort in Anaheim. There are some new Valentine's Day mini ears which are absolutely gorgeous and Minnie's classic spots are replaced with little hearts. I can't believe they haven't done that before. And there's also a new treat available at Disneyland. The Sour Cherry Churro is in the park and people are saying this is the best flavoured churro that they've seen at Disneyland Resort to date. So definitely give this one a try if you are in Disneyland Resort. Very exciting indeed. And heading over to Walt Disney World, and if you are heading to Walt Disney World yourself, you might notice some changes as you head into the park because the iconic purple road signs have been updated to blue. Very, very intriguing indeed. Not sure what the decision is behind that. In very exciting news, the Fantasmic Moat has been filled in Hollywood Studios, which hopefully means that Fantasmic will be coming back very, very soon. Watch this space. Following the closure of the Magical Express service, which a lot of people have been unhappy about over the past year, Disney have decided to add a private transfer option. So again, if you are heading to Orlando anytime soon, definitely Google this, definitely have a look at what your options may be here. And speaking of Valentine's Day, Walt Disney World are also getting on it as well. And they've also released some new Valentine's Day snacks, including the Valentine's Mickey Beignets from Port Orleans, the Marshmallow Mountain Cookie, which sounds absolutely divine from Disney's Boardwalk, and the Engagement Ring Cake from Hollywood Studios' ABC Commissionery, which is very, very intriguing. I like the sound of all of these treats. And there is more news for Walt Disney World as well. The Tron Roof Canopy installation continues at Magic Kingdom in Tomorrowland. So Tron will be coming very, very soon. I'm very, very excited to see what the people of Walt Disney World make of Tron. Obviously, it originated in Shanghai. And finally, some new Tinkerbell activewear has arrived at Disney Springs. Did Tron originate in Shanghai? Well, the ride did. No, I'm joking, because you always mention that every time you mention Tron. I'm joking. So we're not talking about Shanghai now. We've got some news for Disneyland Paris. So Disneyland Paris's budget hotel options, which are the Hotel Hotel Cheyenne and the Hotel Santa Fe, have got some brand new logos. And the Santa Fe Hotel features Lightning McQueen on the logo. So getting that IP into the Disneyland Paris parks. And really, really exciting for anybody that is a celebrator of pride, whether you are part of the LGBTQ plus community or you're an ally, Disneyland Paris Pride is going to be returning on June 11th. And some Disney Plus news as well today. Last week we spoke about the Santa Claus franchise and how Tim Allen would be reprising his role as Santa Claus. 
This week we have heard that Elizabeth Mitchell has also confirmed that she will be reprising the role of Mrs. Claus, so stay tuned for that. And Hocus Pocus 2 has finally wrapped production and will be ready for Halloween 2022, so you don't have long to wait. And I'm sure that over here on the Chat Disney podcast, we will be talking a lot about this around October time. This Is Us has also been added to the UK Disney Plus and will be coming to Australia and New Zealand very soon too. This Is Us, I've seen people talking about it everywhere. I don't really know anything about it myself, but I'm very, very intrigued. I'm definitely going to be checking it out as soon as it comes. And finally, one for you, Mercedes, Loki, season two has been confirmed. Yay! This Is Us is actually already on the UK Disney Plus. It was on Amazon Prime previously, so if you have watched it before, you'll know how awesome this show is, and I definitely recommend. I think all of the seasons are on there now, so definitely give that one a watch. And gosh, there's a lot of news this week. We've got some Marvel news. So Spider-Man No Way Home has ruled the box office for the seventh week in a row. Seventh, which is incredible. It has now hit $1.7 billion at the box office, and this is in a global pandemic, so just imagine how incredible that movie would have done in normal times it's absolutely outstanding and dakota johnson has been confirmed to play madam webb in a spider-man spin-off movie that will be coming in the next few years and the final bit of news for today and it is from the world of star wars Anthony Daniels will be reprising his role of c3po for a brand new star wars droid show Anthony Daniels is of course the original actor of c3po so I'm sure a lot of people, not including myself, in the Star Wars fan community are very, very pleased about this. I'm excited about it and I know lots of our listeners will be too. And after all of that stuff that's been happening in the world of Disney, we're now going to head into the main part of today's episode, our exclusive interview with Disney Channel stars Christina Moore and John Ducey. So this week, I caught up with Disney Channel legends John Ducey and Christina Moore to hear more about their exciting careers and their relationship with the Walt Disney Company. I'm really, really excited to share this interview with you all, our lovely listeners, and with you, Tash, as well. So let's head straight into it. So joining me today, I am beyond excited because the Disney Channel legends that are John Ducey and Christina Moore are here to talk to us about their amazing career and all things Disney. So welcome both to the Chat Disney podcast. Thank you, Mercedes. So happy to be with you. Thank you very much. So just to set the scene, I'm sure lots of our listeners are thinking, how have you managed to get these two LA Hollywood stars on your podcast? Yeah, they're so busy, these two. <laughs> well, there we are. You're, you're family friends, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we love the family. Um, our daughter is roommates with your sister. <laughs> Uh, and your mother is the most beautiful, wonderful hostess in the entire world, has taken care of our daughter before, has taken care of us when we visited. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's been magical. Well, and we also uh, spent Christmas Day at your house with your husband and your dog. You so, did indeed. Yeah. I feel like, yeah, we are. Yeah. And we we all sat and watched the Queen together. So does that make <laughs> us like British uh, relatives or like honorary British relatives? Yeah. 
Absolutely. You can definitely say you have family in England now. I feel like you've earned that. (laughs) Absolutely. Cool. So you mentioned Grumpy there. Uh, If I talk about Grumpy, that is my husband. For your benefit, the listeners know this. He does not like to be referred to by name. He's a very serious professional and doesn't feel that he should feature on a Disney podcast. So that's who I'm talking about when I say grumpy. So we had a magical Christmas. Was there anything about the UK and the traditions that we had at Christmas that surprised you? Oh, goodness. Um... You know what? I didn't know that. I think they're called poppers. Cracker. Crackers. I didn't know that you crossed your arms to do it. Like that was a new piece. Um, I, I've waited all of my life to wear a paper crown on my head. <laughs> like I've seen that before and I've seen it in movies, but I never actually did. But I also didn't know that inside the crackers were the cheesy like dad jokes. So that was kind of like, I mean, I think Americans need that. Like every family needs a little levity on the Christmas day. I enjoyed watching uh, your your queen <laughs> say hello to us. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 He also enjoyed the desserts. Well, you still, he has not stopped talking about the Grenache, right? Like, was that the thing that you loved the most? All the chocolate goo. You were like in heaven. There was a, like a three-part dessert special at your house that I just kept filling up my plate with all three parts. It was so delicious. <laughs> there we are. But, well, just, it- I, I know, but oh. I definitely enjoyed it. That's true. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> M&S, get yourself to M&S listeners if you want to impress visitors from LA. So let's talk a little bit about where it all began, because I actually haven't even asked you this, but how did you meet? Oh, the two of us? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a fun one. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um, Where do we begin? Yeah. We, We had a lot of the same friends. It really all goes back to me joining Mad TV because I I was cast for a season and I, it was really like the new class. Like there had been a group that did Mad TV for probably like five or six years. And as they kind of retired, then like we would, these young people would replace them. But the, the queen bee of the show was Nicole Sullivan. And she kept she like really liked to pet, like to pet the new class she would have us over to her house she would invite us to parties and they john and nicole had been friends for like a decade because john's a little older than i am so <laughs> he was part of the like original class and then i was part of the new class so we were at the same kind of parties and we were all kind of young and single and you know, that was all we did was like go to parties at people's houses and drink too much. Um, but we met a lot of times, but we were each like maybe still dating somebody else or something. And so it was at this Nicole Sullivan's wedding, probably like two years later, that we both showed up single and she decided to switch the name plates of who was sitting where to put us next to each other because mm-hmm. all of our friends had decided like if these two could just get over themselves like they'd be <laughs> together <laughs> and they were wrong later <laughs> 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 yeah so that was the magical night that really started between us amazing and then so you've had these amazing careers I mean you you've had peaks and 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 highlights I'm sure and then you know (laughs) of course 
Of course, like everything. But then I come along and then the one thing that I wanted to ask John about is not a Disney thing at all. It was actually Space Jam. So, you know, made by the other studio. That was the one thing that I was really excited about. And I think that, you know, as animation fiends, our listeners will be really excited to hear a little bit about that experience for sure. Big deal. Oh, gosh, yes. So that was a hundred years ago, mid-90s. Uh, it was the original Space Jam, of course, with Michael Jordan, not the LeBron James one. Um, and I was hired to be on sets with Michael Jordan as the cartoon characters. And I wore, from head to toe, a lime green bodysuit. <laughs> <laughs> and we stood on a soundstage that was also, you know, all the walls were painted lime green. And... We, the six of us were, I was the tallest, so I was usually Foghorn Leghorn. (laughs) Not because I could do the accent special or because I was (laughs) just because tallest guy. (laughs) Um, And it was, you know, Michael Jordan was at the peak of his fame and it was very cool to just be on set staring at him all day, every day. And it was one of my first real money paying jobs. It got me out of credit card debt for a little while. And um, there's a thing called residuals in the business where you get paid again every time it airs on TV. And I get those checks quite a bit because that movie people still love and download and watch to this day. Oh, absolutely. Even though it's not Disney, it's a hugely nostalgic movie for me. And yeah, that's something that I thought was really awesome and probably not your own personal career highlight. But for me, I was very impressed by that. (laughs) It is one of the more fun jobs I had because it was just hanging out and it was being goofy. So, and it was long, it was a 10 week job. So it was, it was the first time I felt stable out here as far as acting goes. So yeah, it's a big memory for me. Yeah, definitely. Other green screen Green guys. Yeah, the other green boys. They were all comedy people, too. And they, uh, uh, yeah, I've stayed in touch with them. They're very funny. It was a great, yeah, it was a great gig. Awesome. So how... The the whole the whole Disney Channel thing, I think, is is definitely what the listeners are gonna be the most excited about. So you have just explained how we know each other. You are the parents of your daughter who lives with my sister. And it's quite fitting that you played parents on the Disney Channel. Is that just coincidental? Did you like one of you get the job? Like, did the Jesse thing happen or the Jonas thing happen? And then you like say, Oh, I know someone. Or was it just completely coincidental? I think it was completely coincidental, wasn't it? Do you? No, it, it, John. No. <laughs> yeah. time. No, I mean John got the Jonas Brothers gig, and that was an interesting one. Do you want me to tell it, or do you want to tell? Well, you tell. You tell what you're thinking. Yeah. So the Jonas Brothers, when this the show concept was first happening at the Disney Channel, the Joe Bros were unknown. Like they had a recording career, but they were not famous. They were not, you know, the big thing. So the original show on the Disney Channel was, were they secret spies? And oh yeah, they were secret spies and you were their dad. And that was just cast. Like you get any other job, you go audition. It's like, oh yeah, you look like a Joe bro. Of course you're the dad and you're tall and they're short. So it'll look like (laughs) camera. And then we had 
I mean, it's a very inside baseball thing, but they, Hollywood had a writer's strike. And so for a year and a half, there no one was allowed to go to work. And in that time, the Jonas Brothers went on their first worldwide tour. And by the time that year and a half was over, they were on, was it Barbara? What's her name? Like Barbara Walters. Yeah, Bar people. like Barbara Walters, like year end special, like mm -hmm. that, which is kind of the like peak over here of like, you have hit the t the height of your fame. And they went from the Jonas Brothers to the Joe Bro, like everyone was playing them but they were still under contract for this Disney show. So they went back and had to completely reinvent it, whereby now they are famous rock stars going to high school. John is their manager, but like, and thus the show. So that was all quite organic, but like funny and weird. I like to think I was still secretly a spy. It just never came. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And I had no idea. I can't, I can't imagine that original plot now. I'm, I'm very glad that they changed it. We shot it too. And I can, I never saw it. So I have a very loose memory of it. I really can't remember much You were about in the it. garden. You had like gardening gloves and a lady garden hat. That's all I remember because <laughs> came by set. But then they helicoptered into that set or something. I was so, yeah. Oh, hilarious. Yeah, so I but I was first for you sure with first, this Disney then, breaking through on the Disney train. Yeah, and yeah. that was again, you know, it's so funny because I forget all this stuff since we've had like two years of COVID lockdown. Like that was when you went to parties, like, you know, they had a premiere party and, oh, it's somebody's birthday and Disney's throwing like a, hey, all the Disney Channel people come to this, like we're doing a press day. So like I met all the Joe Bros lots and lots of times. I met like the Disney Channel people like I knew all the major studio heads and the network heads. So when it was discussed that I would come in and do Jesse, no, it was not coincidental. Like I was part of their family at that yeah. point, but I did have to come in and do like a studio test because the, the feeling was I was not very motherly. Like, <laughs> Yeah, Christina Ross in general is like a, you know, supermodel and a and and kind of a lit, let's be honest, she's a shit mom. So that's like the truth. But they were really worried that like I was cold. So oh. they had they had me come on set and like do a couple scenes with the children to right. see like is is there an, a natural maternal vibe just so that we're not like I mean she's so glamorous and and chilly. And then I had to do that, which was a little bit of like a wank. And then, then it got even more fun because I did get the part and the original character's name was Pandora, like Pandora Ross. Okay. Then some Disney executive was like, that's a little fishy. I mean, Pandora, like that's, you know, that is, that's all bad juju. And so they were like, do you mind if we just name her Christina? So like, we're just going to name her after you. And I was like, I, why would I mind? That could not be more fun. They yeah. are. They love doing that, right? Miley Stewart, Miley Cyrus and Hannah Montana. It's a very normal <laughs> Disney Channel trope, I feel, to give the maybe, character. Maybe it was a joke. Maybe the Pandora thing was just like, let's pretend. And then on Thursday, we're going to ask her, make, make her feel like it was a thing. A ruse, yeah. So I read online 
that you had actually appeared as a mother on Disney Channel prior to being the mum in Jessie. Is that correct? Yeah, I was the I was Coco Moco Loco was my bit. God, I, why do I even remember that? But it was the, the Demi Lovato show and it was her friend. And I came in again. I mean, I'm always a very, very, very bad mom. Like I was just loony and glamorous and talked about lip gloss. Love yes. I think your daughter was Tiffany Thornton. Sure. That's correct. I believe it was Sunny with a Chance. And I, so I'm a millennial. Our listeners will know I turned 30 last year. So I actually did watch Sunny with a Chance. I was right on the cusp there. Whereas my sister was very familiar with Jesse, which is the show that you're most well known for from the Disney Channel. And I remember her calling me. I remember the day that she realized who you were. And she was like, oh my God, Emma's mom is Jesse's mom from the Disney Channel. She was so excited. And when I tell you that we had the Disney Channel on our TV the whole time when we were growing up. My poor, poor dad had to endure it through my teenage years and then through my sister's teenage years. And another show that I missed out on, but she was absolutely obsessed with, was Sweet Life. And John, I believe that you appeared in the Sweet Life movie as the villain. Mm -hmm. Yes. Now, I would say I get recognized equally for that as much as Jonas. Uh, There are a lot of diehard Sweet Life fans out there. Um, Now, to say I played the villain is not quite the story, Mercedes. (laughs) I'm sorry. I've given the plot away. (laughs) Yes. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, I do play both a good guy and a bad guy, it turns out. That's, oh. a, that's a super spoiler, yeah, in the movie, that not only are Zach and Cody twins, but I am a twin as well. It's a very important theme. Yes, of course. It makes sense to keep that theme for sure. And was that so? Was that before Jonas? That was after Jonas. Well, I was going to ask um, you, you had like a deal where they were going to make sure you were in a movie. Was that uh, Santa Claus or was that Sweet Life? Yeah, I gotta remember there was I did, I did sorry, there were three the Disney Channel was really good to him. And yeah. I mean to yeah. us, that's when we got married. Like we made a lot of we had well, we had a lot of happy memories and some nice cash flow. That was all Disney. Like 07, 08, 09, 10, 11, like that phase of our life, newlyweds, we threw a wedding on base, like thanks to Disney. There we are. Thank you, Disney, if you're listening. Making happy memories happen. <laughs> um, yeah, when the when the show, when Jonas went to season two and they revamped the show to take them to Los Angeles, <clears throat> Jonas L.A., um, and I basically got written out, part of it was this go do this movie as like a, here's a, you know, a booby prize kind of thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. That movie was the search for Santa Paws, mm-hmm. um, which is you know a Disney adjacent property. All these Santa buddies uh, and buddies, Airbud, Air Buddies, all those movies, Halloween buddies. For, for the listeners, <laughs> if you've seen a movie with the talking dog, this is the vibe. <laughs> Oh no, they'll be familiar. They're all over Disney Plus, these movies. And we did a Christmas episode a couple of years ago where we spoke about all of the different Disney Christmas movies and Santa Santa Paws came up. So there we are. We're familiar. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Santa Paws was immediately following Jonas. And then a year later, went back to Vancouver and did the Sweet Life movie as a follow-up. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so exciting. So many opportunities to work with Disney. And I know that for you, John, you, much like myself, grew up in a bit of a Disney mad house. So was that something that, you know, when you decided you were going to go into acting and move to LA and fulfill your dreams as an actor, was Disney kind of the North Star? Was that something that you'd always really wanted to do? Well, I would, it's, I would still love to be a voice in an animated Disney movie. Yes. I mean, I would say Disney, like when I was little, there was no Disney channel and by and large, Disney was animated movies. So yeah, the, the North Star is still not reached. <laughs> yeah, nice. Yeah. I, I like that you have that to aim for. I mean, I think lots of our listeners will be able to resonate with that. These Disney characters are timeless, aren't they? And imagine yeah. you'd be able to buy a plushie of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yes, any sort of um, doll that looked like me. No, no, no. You're playing like a, you know, crab or something. Oh, yeah, right. No, first I want the Jonas Dad doll. And then I want, <laughs> yeah. Then I want the big, like, puffin that is that is my voice. Yeah. Puffin. There we are. Very nice. And, Christina, I think you can probably relate to Grumpy in some ways, living in a Disney-mad house. It's a lot sometimes, right? It's just, I think it's funny, like, John's mom, you know, this is in the the 70s, like, you know, John's mom would load up four kids, you know, like under the age of eight and drive from New York to um, Florida by herself. And they would, did you camp? Like, what was the vibe? Like, you had to buy tickets to each world. You got tickets to each, like, there isn't a world where my mom would do that, like, there, like, there's no way. Like, I didn't go to Disneyland until I was living in L.A. as, like, a fully realized grown-up and had kind of a Disney-mad boyfriend that was like, we should go do this. And I was like, great, I've never been. What are you talking about? Like, my parents just in general were kind of, like, the fun police. They just did, like, there was no... I mean, they just, it was lots of, like, just lots of seriousness and and church, which I I mean, so, you know, maybe this was a better way to go. Well, we went back when Disney World was really just the Magic Kingdom. You got to go all the way. This is pre-Epcot even. So, and so the people who love the Orlando Disney World know that there's the Magic Kingdom and the Grand Floridian wasn't there. The Contemporary was there and the Polynesian Resort were there, but we couldn't afford to stay in the fancy. Can, right? They're still extortionate. <laughs> yeah, it's four seasons plus pricing. Um, but we would ride the monorail through the Contemporary and just dream of like someday we'll get to stay in this fancy, this fancy place. But we would stay. They had... Uh, they had the wilderness like camping area where you could stay in a trailer, basically like an RV camper. So we would just pile in. I mean, that my mom was certainly happy with that. And we would take whatever we needed to, to get to the Magic Kingdom, a boat to a bus, to a monorail to get. Uh, I love that. It was the park. I mean, it was just the park. There was nothing else there, but my mom wanted to be there. And so we went once a year. 
to oh that's wild and did your mum ever get to stay at the contemporary please say yes she well my sister my little sister has gone on to be a disney adventure planner i mean she is in the disney business um disney mad i mean for real the juices the juices are disney yes and i should give you her link for all your listeners yeah definitely yeah listeners will very much appreciate that yeah, she will put together the perfect Disney trip and it is free because they pay her to do it. You don't pay her to do it. Anyway, yeah. separate. That's just a plug for <laughs> Mary Disney Adventures traveling. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she continues. She's taken up the mantle and goes with her kids all the, I mean, more than once a year. And now there's, she goes on the cruises and she comes out here to Disney. Um the question though was your mom. Did your mom get to stay? Yeah, like I think it was I feel about like she didn't. I feel like that's why he deflected. Oh, no, now I know where I was going to go with that. Is that Mary <laughs> is, um, is, had the, like the Disney uh, timeshare? I don't. I don't even know Vacation what it's called. Club. Vacation club. Yes, and so my mom will will stay with them, and they've stayed at all of the vacation clubs and. Whether uh, staying in the contemporary main hotel is not as fancy as it was in 1974, <laughs> <laughs> and these other places are more fancy Aww. and yeah, better pools and better like hangout, newer rooms. So she has she has stayed a lot of cool, fun places. Oh, sure. I'm pleased. I'm pleased, and this will break both of your hearts, but probably not come as a surprise that my mum also would pass on the monorail and would go past the Grand Florida and the Polynesian and be like one day and uh-huh. mum has not stayed at those resorts so that's my own personal goal is mum one day she'll definitely be listening to this one day mum we will stay there together and it will be glorious <laughs> yes we have stayed at the Grand Floridian that certainly tops the at the time the contemporary was the best but we have stayed and we stayed at the beach club which is better than the the contemporary too and we stayed at the wilderness that was one of the best Ooh, uh, fair, stays yeah. i thought was the wilderness what was it what is the name of the hotel is it fort wilderness or wilderness lodge i think wilderness lodge yes yeah very nice We're, very nice are outside your your window in the morning kind of thing okay so the the disney levels here are far beyond i think what i had initially first thought I should have known for the sake of our listeners John is is wearing a nightmare before Christmas hoodie right now um <laughs> have you ever had an annual pass for Disneyland I, I figure you must have done you live in LA yes when Emma was younger <clears throat> uh we so I would say when Emma was like two until she was maybe 10 or 11 that was pretty much annual pass windows because that was you take her out of school and she wouldn't miss like calculus or anything <laughs> So, like, we'd pick her up at noon and just drive down for the afternoon, evening. We'd probably go, like, eight or ten times during the year. And the the fun thing about the annual pass, I always thought, was that it didn't matter if you what you did while you were there. So you didn't have to, like, wait in line to do a lot of rides to make sure you got your money's worth. So us, the money's worth was just chilling with, like, bands playing and characters going by and Disney parades and... Yeah. Well, and when you when you say like you're talking about taking her out of school, but from the time that she was two to five, I mean, that's kind of when I met you. She was four. And I mean, I would say you went once a week because it didn't matter if you like maybe left at 11 a.m. She slept in the car. You got there. You kind of tooled around till dinner time. 
you came home. Yeah, it was that was a very weird thing. Like I that was a, like, again, my family with their fun policing, like if you went to anywhere and paid money, like you better ride every single ride and like crush because otherwise you're not. So then to be able to just go and like, no, we went and watched a like, oh, it's the reenactment of Cinderella. But then the characters come around and you just color like it's just a piece of paper and a crayon like oh my God, my mother would lose her mind to be like, you're, you've gone here to pay to play with a crayon? <laughs> when, you, when it's an annual pass, then yeah, you. there were so many hidden things to do at Disney that I had never understood. Because if you're there to ride rides and like, you know, fast pass and like cheat the system so that you've done 26 things as opposed to, no, when Emma was little, well, there's a place in, at the California Adventure <laughs> called Brother Bear Wilderness. Oh, my gosh, yeah. And it's basically like a fancy jungle gym. And so, yeah, to yeah. pay like $100 for the day for your kid to play in a jungle gym, <laughs> it's, uh, it's like, uh, guys, let's go <laughs> see some princesses or something. But in th- that was a major stop for us every time we went because it was oh, just it was a fun hours. place to be. Yeah, it's like tire swings and rope ladders and crawling and you know, like a rock wall. I mean, oh my, no, that was easily two hours, that rock wall vibe. (laughs) And I, that, then I was like, oh, I really get the Disney thing because it was, it is so beautiful. The parks are so clean. There's gorgeous flowers. It's, you know, Southern California, most days it's, you know, stunning. And then there's endless things to do and tiny nooks and crannies that, I don't think most people totally explore because you're just going from Space Mountain to Thunder Mountain to like, you got to hit it. And I think that's not entirely what the magic of Disney is. I I completely agree. No, I completely agree. And it's interesting, actually, that you've touched on this because of all of the different Disney parks around the world, Disneyland in California has the largest proportion of annual pass holders. And there's very much that vibe, I think, in California Adventure, especially when I went in 2019, I started chatting to this girl when I was waiting in line for the Frozen show. And it's a short sort of one hour production with live singing, but they just do the songs. There's no acting or anything. I've actually seen the musical in the West End, and I'd say that the California Adventure version was better, which is very controversial. But there we are. um, Yeah, (laughs) yeah, exactly that. And this this girl that I was chatting to was an annual pass holder and she'd finished work for the day, driven down just to watch this Frozen show because she loved it so much and then was going to go home. And it's like having that on your doorstep is awesome. And I guess my closest is Paris, but that's six hours, so not quite the same. That's not your doorstep. Yeah, Emma's grandma. So I think there's also like, you know, yes, I think, you know, single dad with a two-year-old who's like, you know, adorable and loves princesses like make <laughs> but then like emma's wait i love i'm the adorable yeah, you, yeah you're adorable. adorable you're adorable and you love princesses i know thank you <laughs> um, <laughs> but then like emma's grandma who's probably like 75 she's also a total disney lover lives very close and has like a gaggle of like old people friends they go every day Or like like three or four times a week. Same thing, like go see a show, go watch the fireworks, like you work part-time, go in the morning and do your like, you know, power walking around the Disney and then 
like that. Yeah, there are lots of people. She would I mean, also go there to dance. There was something like a band, like big band playing, and then she would go mm-hmm. and like do. Oh, that's over in like Western Town. She likes like kind of line dancing and swing dancing. So mm-hmm. kind of over. We don't have that Frontierland or whatever. Frontier, you, yeah. No, it's to the Star Wars area. Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So you have now just given me a retirement plan that I didn't know that I needed. So I will definitely be moving to Anaheim and uh, coming. Oh, so, so should. Yeah. <laughs> what is Robbie going to do? Or is like does it's he golf, like right? Golf? You have golf. You have skiing in California. You can just drive oh, up to Tahoe. Yeah. Golf. That's true. He Lots can, of golf. Yeah. Oh gosh, yeah. He can golf his face off. This is what I keep telling him about Orlando. I'm like, hey, it's very famous for its golf courses. Is if it gets too much, just go mm-hmm. play golf. Um, so you mentioned Galaxy's Edge there, and I know that Emma, when she got back from California last year or year before, last year, year before, the years are rolling into one. She said that you went to Galaxy's Edge together and went on the Rise of the Resistance attraction, which I have not been on yet, but she said it was like without a doubt the best thing she's ever been on. And I don't even think she's that into Star Wars. No, she doesn't really like Star Wars. What I would say to anyone, to the listeners... (laughs) You, it starts off and you think, you've got to be kidding me. This is super lame. What in the world? Like, I'm, I'm just walking into root. Like, it's cool visually, but like, is this really the ride? Like, I just walk and stand and then I walk somewhere else and stand. And then it's a surprise. Ooh. So I don't want to, I mean, I think it's like, just so, because I was, I'm, I'm not a big Star Wars fan either. And we all went as a family. So like, you're just going to go where everybody's going. And it was this big deal. And halfway through, I was like, is everybody else as disappointed as I am? Like we waited, like we've all, you know, grooved this entire park to get to this moment. Mm-hmm. And that was the pre-ride. It's Pre-show. Okay. Okay. So kind of like your Tower of Terror library or your Haunted Mansion lift. It was kind of a bit of a, okay. Okay. Nice. Yes. But it was more elaborate. So you started to think this must be the ride. Oh, wow. Okay. There's more going on than just, yeah, just the standing in the library kind of thing. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I will let you know my thoughts in September when I ride that. I'm going to Orlando in September. So I will hopefully, obviously, you know, COVID permitting. So I'll let you know my thoughts. I hope so. I hope so too. Right. Now, before I let you good people go, we do something on the Chat Disney podcast with our friends and family, and you are friends and family. So (laughs) we are going to conclude today's episode with a little segment that we called Ohana. So Ohana... (laughs) Ohana does mean family, John. Very nice. So... (laughs) I had to make sure my wife knew that. (laughs) You know that. Well, we'll, come on, give her that one. So Ohana means family. So this is something we like to do when we have family on the show. And I've actually never tried to do it with two people before. So we'll just, we'll alternate. I'm going to give you this or that scenario. And I want you to just very, very quickly, without a beat, tell me which one you prefer. So it might be like Minnie or Mickey or something like that. Okay. All right. You go first. I'll go. I'll, you go I'll... second. Okay, cool. Right, John, we'll start with you. The magic... So 
Am I oh, doing yeah. every other one or am I doing like a group of a collection of them? <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll alternate. We'll alternate. All right. Sorry, okay, cool. That's okay. Right. So, John, would you yes. choose Magic Kingdom in Orlando or Disneyland in California? Magic Kingdom in Orlando because it's okay. bigger. Okay. Christina, churros or Mickey waffles? <gasps> churros. Definitely the churro. I agree with that. Well, it's, got, it's got the cinnamon and like I think the brown sugar, like it has more flavors. It's just like you're just gonna get way more sugar high way faster. <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna jump in though and say cream cheese pretzel Ooh. is in the same ballpark as those snacks, but it is at Disneyland on Main Street. There's one little hot dog place that has like a stuffed, it's stuffed with kind of cream cheese, and it is yeah, wow. Okay. And we did our top five snacks last week. We should have had that insight for the for the so snacks. The is, it's also like it, it's it's got it's sweet. It's like sweet cream cheese. You know, John and Emma literally like fall all over themselves. Like it's like the first stop and the last stop, and like just get an extra one so we can you know nobody has to eat mine. They're not we to always get an extra one to share with other people because I don't want to share mine. <laughs> Okay, like it, so kind of like a carrot cake frosting, that kind of cream cheese. Yeah, yeah, that's in the ballpark, yeah. Nice, okay, I will definitely add that to my list. I don't know if they have it in Orlando, I'll find out. Okay, John, Disney or Pixar? Oh boy, um, it's impossible to decide. Um, I would say more these days Pixar has I'm going to say for you oh. it has to be because you have to tell everyone about your experience with um she's talking about Toy, Toy Story, Story 3. 3 yeah Toy oh. Story 3. which is <clears throat> it's not a spoiler alert to say I cried my eyes out <laughs> during in the theater and there was I remember there was somebody like in front of me to a couple of seats to the right, who was like snorting, crying. And I, at first I thought he was just making fun of me because I was crying so hard. <laughs> but then I realized, no, everyone is crying. Unanimously, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I had the, I had the same experience on this side of the pond in a small little cinema in Brighton. I think I was about 18 and uh, yeah, the exact same thing happened. Everyone, there wasn't a dry eye in the theater. Nice. Okay. Um, I didn't realize that that was going to be such an emotive response to that very basic <laughs> question, but there we are. <laughs> okay. Christina, would yeah. you say you preferred playing the mother of the kids in Jesse or the mother in Sunny with a Chance? Oh, those kids and Jesse. My maybe one of my favorite kids to ever walk the planet was Cameron Boyce. Oh. Like, and it's it's it, I, I could cry already. He was such a special, bright light. His family is lovely. And you know, traditionally, like working with kids, I mean, everybody says in Hollywood, like, don't work with kids or dogs. And I think part of it is because they like will upstage you, but also it's like you're parenting. And it's diff it's difficult to go on a to go to your job and then also be taking care of thing. And Cameron, without fail, every day was like, "Hey, how are you? Oh. What's how? What's new?" Like he was interested. He was like way above his own years. He was interested and kind and a terrible loss. So yeah, yeah. that's an ode to the Cameron boys. What a treasure. 
Oh, absolutely. And yeah, I mean, I remember when that happened and we spoke about it on this podcast, but it's very different for for us watching him and descendants or whatever to, to you who knew him personally. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's really sad. Okay, moving on. Uh, oh, gonna... <laughs> yeah, we're really bringing down the podcast. Yeah, no, I, I, I'll um, I'll, I'll go for a, a, a difficult one to um, you know, st- stay with the moment. Um, I, <laughs> you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but Kevin, Nick, or Joe? Ooh. Oh, Mercedes. <laughs> Parent never has a favorite. Uh. <laughs> I would get destroyed if I were to ever say. I love them all equally. Okay. okay no, fine. no, I'm you're not, not. No, you're not no, pulling okay. up. You're giving me looks and you're giving me eyes. You know, your listeners can't see these. So you're trying to get me to. Maybe I can tell you afterwards. No, that's okay. not true. I don't have a favorite. I do have a favorite. <laughs> Mine's Joe, if it, if it makes a difference. Yes. A very worthy favorite. <laughs> He's definitely in my top four, <laughs> including Frankie. I did work with Frankie Jones too. Oh, you so, did? Yeah. <clears throat> nice. Okay. Right. Christina, final one, final question Space Mountain or Splash Mountain? Oh, boy. I'm going to go uh, Space Mountain. I always found Splash Mountain like. It's like a little creeper. I don't love the like old school animatronics and the weird like, um, I don't know, like old Western diddly song. Like I'm like, this feels like we might all be like, it's kind of horror movie-esque or like just a little weird. Um, And Space Mountain's just a party, just a rock star party. What's the one in Orlando? Is it Rock Oh, rock and roller coaster! Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's like Space Mountain got like an upgrade. You know, like yeah. it got and it got like a dash of like rock and roll extra. So yeah, yeah, definitely. Well, just I I am not endorsed by the Walt Disney Company, but just throwing this out there, they are updating Splash Mountain to have a princess and the frog theme. And I believe it was as a direct response to the racism and the connotations of that with Song of the South. So they're bringing in a new storyline. So hopefully that like country sort of ditty song and the creepy animals that kind of blink when they shouldn't, that that should be gone (laughs) soon uh, and replaced with Princess Tiana. Well, it's very odd to make a ride about a movie that no one can see. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's interesting. I didn't realize that it, was, it wasn't It was banned in the UK when it was banned in the US. And they used to show it. So on Disney Channel, we used to have, like, in the UK, we'd have a big movie. It was on a Friday night at 7 o'clock. Kids nowadays, I don't know, they're born. So it was the only time you'd see a Disney movie, right, 7 o'clock on a Friday. And it was often uh-huh. Song of the South. And I remember being in Orlando and I was in a queue for something. Morgan was a tiny tot and we were queuing to see Mickey and a lady in the queue was like, you're British. And I said, yeah. She was like, oh, let me give you my email address. I really need a copy of Song of the South. It's banned here. I obviously (laughs) did not send anything to this crazy woman, (laughs) but yeah, it was, it was odd. I hadn't even realized at that point in time that it was banned in certain parts of the world. So yeah, well, Princess and the Frog, that sounds fun. Yeah, Much better, yeah. 
Yeah, definitely. Right. Well, thank you both so much for for fun. Good. I'm glad. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you both. You are welcome anytime to my home or to the podcast, (laughs) whichever you choose. I want to come back to the podcast. I want to meet your co-host too. Oh, yes. yes. What, and her new baby. We'll come back another time. Yeah. We, we can get some new Disney memories and then we can chat. go cry about some things. Yeah. Well, I mean, we'll obviously. Come back and tell the story. Absolutely. <laughs> At the moment, I'm affectionately calling her baby Ewan because her surname is Lamb. And so it's like you and Lamb. Uh, sure. Yeah. I- Ooh. <laughs> that's that's like an intellectual that's like a like a written joke i can yeah. see it yeah yeah if it's written it's funnier yeah e w e a yeah you get it nice okay cool. i so get it um and hi to hi to some of your other family like maria millie and mark nathan like you guys have some <laughs> real like crackers in your family like just some Aww. funny like Oh man, they got me. They have to listen to the podcast now because you've given them a shout out. Yeah. There we are. Right. Well, thank you so much once again. Listeners, next week we will be kicking off a little mini Disneyland Paris series in light of my honeymoon, which is finally happening. Fingers and toes crossed. So we will see you at the same time, same place. Thank you so much. Thank you. Goodbye now. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you. Goodbye.